Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, January 26th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Last year, the Portland City Council approved spending $448,000 to hire back dozens of recently retired police officers to help the diminishing law enforcement agency. So far, that effort has been a complete failure. Just two recently retired officers among 81 contacted by the city expressed any interest in returning to the force and helping fill the record number of vacancies. Chief Chuck Lavelle set a mid-January deadline for officers and sent a letter. Some leaders called officers individually. Just two showed interest. One retired officer sent a blistering response to Lavelle, the deputy chief, and assistant chiefs, saying she was insulted by the bureau's letter and characterized it as, quote, tone deaf. That officer now works for the Hillsborough Police Agency. Stephanie Hudson worked for Portland Police from 1994 until last year. She said she was offended by the city's letter and assertion that there was considerable support from elected officials to boost police police force, and that officers would be banned if they were determined to have cooperated with federal agents to, quote, attack Portland residents. Your letter indicates that nothing has changed, Hudson wrote. Quote, it simply highlights why those who could leave did. I suspect it will take a decade or more to repair the damage that has been done she said. Portland has 96 vacancies out of a budgeted police force of 882 sworn officers. That's the lowest staffing level in 28 years. A coalition of environmental advocates responded to the Oregonian and Oregon Live's recent investigation into the state's failure to protect Lake Abert, Oregon's only salt lake, by promising oversight hearings and calling for immediate action to restore the migratory bird stop that has run dry twice in the last eight years. A coalition of seven environmental groups wrote a letter to Governor Kate Brown demanding the state do more to protect the environmental resource. The call to action comes in the wake of an investigation from the Oregonian that showed the State Department of Environmental Quality shut down research in 2015 after an employee concluded a state-subsidized reservoir was bleeding the Salt Lake dry. The state researcher had found the reservoir was withholding billions of gallons of water, a potential death blow to the lake in dry years. The Oregonian's reporting prompted a bipartisan response from state lawmakers that something must be done, but it's not clear what that action may be. Governor Brown declined an interview request, and the state's environmental quality director, a Brown acolyte, canceled an interview this week. The reservoir isn't solely responsible for Lake Abert's plight. Irrigation and dwindling precipitation, driven by climate change, are also factors. The lake is fed by rainfall. It ran dry in 2014 and again last year, the only times that has happened since the Dust Bowl years of the 1930s. 
Patrick Allen, the director of the Oregon Health Authority, was hospitalized over the weekend for what the state described as, quote, a serious fall at his Sherwood home. Allen does not have COVID-19. The 58-year-old was being evaluated for, quote, subsequent heart issues and was expected to be released soon. The incident happened early Sunday morning at around 12.42 a.m. Emergency operators categorized the call as a cardiac arrest. The state did not describe the circumstances surrounding Allen's fall or the extent of his injuries. Allen has been one of the most prominent public figures in the state throughout the pandemic. Patrick Allen has led the Oregon Health Authority since 2017. The agency has 5,000 employees and a $15 billion budget. Oregon lawmakers are once again considering a bill that would allow drivers the option to pump their own gas. A bipartisan group of lawmakers are sponsoring a bill that allows Oregon to keep its weirdness as one of the only two states in the nation that doesn't allow self-service gas, while opening the floodgates to all of you weirdos who need to get out of the car to feel alive. House Bill 4151, filed ahead of the legislative session that begins February 1st, would allow gas stations to offer self-service pumps alongside pumps staffed by its station attendants. Oregon has relaxed its rules in recent years, allowing some rural counties in 2015 to allow customers to pump gas at night. The state also allowed self-serve gas for a few months in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic and briefly during a heat wave last summer. Gas station owners and the legislators sponsoring the bill said the workforce shortage from the pandemic has led to long lines at the pump, overworked attendants, and some stations struggling to remain open to comply with the attendance requirements. According to proponents of the bill, it would preserve the availability of assistance for people with disabilities or others who need or want help from an attendant. The bill requires that prices would remain the same whether pumped by a customer or by a station attendant. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.